All right, uh, Coast to Coast Combat Hour coming at you live late this week on a Friday. Normally, it's myself with Matthew Hawkins, but Matt is uh, displaced at the moment. So this week, helping me out is uh, Shamir Pesheya. I hope I got that right. You actually did. Pesheya, <laughs> it is. <laughs> so, you know, a uh, pro MMA fighter, uh, entrepreneur, hustler, uh, extraordinaire. I know you got a lot of projects going on, which is one of the reasons I wanted to have you on the show initially as a guest, but now you're helping me co-host looking at the Hi. fight this weekend and talking about your own fight history. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I know we're catching you just after um, uh, coming home from, from working. And uh, You're in one of the states that are allowed to have gyms opening up and, and people working out again. So I know when we started talking initially, um, my personal interest is uh, just that you uh, obviously – I saw you, you have all the precautions and stuff set up. So can you just uh, talk about the experience and how it's been? I, I know it's, pr it's probably not easy. Uh, it wasn't easy. So we have a pretty tight-knit community. I run a private uh, small group training facility. That's the best way to describe it. I'm a functional strength trainer. I focus on making everyday people athletic or athletic people better. Um. I focus on how well you can control your body at mm. any position. A lot of people don't think about sports and your jujitsu and MMA, you know, and I do. So I think about if I could be in all those positions and be okay and be able to use my body in an efficient way, I can teach other people how to do that too. They'll never fight, but I make people do a lot of wrestling drills and they have no idea that they're doing mm. wrestling drills. <laughs> you know, it's just good movement. Yeah. So if you able to move well they usually can perform well no matter what age they are no matter what size they are and i am a firm believer um that you can be healthy at any size yeah. um, as long as you're healthy inside and outside um mentally you know physically you're doing pretty good so we have a group of people that is growing um every day who agree to live by those rules right they're like yes i want to be better every day i want to better myself. I want to better a community. I want to lose weight or gain weight or fight in the, you know, I have athletes that I train. I don't train people in MMA, but I have people who I train fitness wise who do MMA. Mm -hmm. So I have those people who are like, these are my goals. So the goals range, but if you're able to bring personal training into small groups, I've found it works a lot better than one-on-one -on -one mm -hmm. because they actually kind of make their own connections. Like they, yeah they become like the people you work out with at four o'clock every day are probably the people you're going to work out with at four o'clock every day. Yeah. You know, they're all, there's new people every all the time, but it kind of grows like that. So you have a community of people who are also trying to lose weight or gain weight or whatever goal it is. Um, we've had really good success having that kind of like culture because mm -hmm. everyone thrives. You know, you've got like a 65 year old lady who's doing her rehab and you have like a 25 year old athlete in the same room. Usually that doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. And I found that it, it helps them. It drives people. It helps people be around that type of energy. So that's, I know it sounds kind of like way more than a gym, but it, it's totally way more than a gym. And it's called Marvel My Fitness. Yeah. I, I think that everyone should be their own superhero. I'm a huge nerd. If you follow me at all, you know, I'm actually a nerd. 
So uh, I don't believe that you should want to be a superhero. Mm -hmm. Like that yeah. doesn't make sense to me. You're not, you can't, you can't change. So why not be the best you? Like yeah. why not make yourself look like that? Like, <clears throat> and if I don't know how to do it, I bet I know somebody who does. Like some people I don't even end up training because they come to me and their goals are so much different. And I'm like, that's not for me, but I know somebody who might can help you. And at least like I can help them kind of like not be afraid to journey into fitness or to like ask questions. Like we don't judge people. Like we're very open as a community. And if you come in and you're like, I'm having a bad day, then you get to have a bad day and nobody messes with you. Yeah. If you come in and you're like, I'm super hyper. Then you get to be super hyper because that's how you are existing. So yeah, no. it's kind of deep, but that's yeah. I like it though. It actually makes a lot of sense. If you, I mean, I, I've read a lot of um, uh, James L. Toucher, uh, kind of self help, but kind of like a hustling business. And but the ultimate message that he, uh, in a lot of his books, has is that being just being good, a good person, and helping other people be the best versions of themselves is kind of the best pathway to success. So a lot of what you just said resonated with me just because like, like that's something I only started believing in and learning like maybe in uh, five, five, six years ago. Um, Same. Same. Yeah. It's been a new experience for me. There's no going back though. I don't mm -hmm. know who you were mentioning, but I'd love to read his stuff because he, he sounds like he's kind of on the same wavelength. Um, I believe that a hundred percent better people make better things. Yeah. You know? The only reason that people aren't better is because someone made them believe that they're not in my yeah. opinion. No, so, right. And it, it's, it's one of the, one of the things he actually says is like, uh, he gives a scenario of like, uh, and he has his own podcast too. And one of the times when he was talking to, I forget who the guest was, but he said it uh, again, his name is James Altucher. He's got a, a, a series of books called choose yourself is the name of the series. But um, it sounds awesome. Yeah. And um, I mean, he's a little, he's a little quirky, but um, I actually, of all, I mean, if you look at him and you hear him, you're like, you, of all places where I found him was on uh, Ice T's podcast. But Ice, <laughs> Ice T brought him on for the same reason because it's like, you know, Ice T has this philosophy. He's like, uh, he was like, you're not gonna, you, you're not gonna get ahead doing dirt and stepping over people. But if you, if you're good to people and you help them, that's that's where true success lies. And he got it from listening to his stuff. So he, that's why he brought him on his own podcast, uh, the final level podcast. And again, this was, this was when, uh, I forget the name of the book was he's written like several other books since then. And that I've, I've kept up with his stuff because of it. But, um, yeah, no, I see a lot of that in the stuff that you do. And just for folks that watch the YouTube version of this, uh, Shamir's link tree link will be in the description of this. And, uh, it'll also be on the audio when I, when I publish the audio stuff. So if, if folks want to follow, uh, cause you do a lot, like it's not just fighting in the gym. I mean, I know you've, you put out, I mean, from since I've been following you, I, I think I, I followed you from your last fight is when I kind of started following you on social and seeing, and you actually wrote, you and I wrote for the same place. I still write for my MMA news, but I know you wrote some stuff there. And I mean, like, so like my link tree has like six things on it. Yours is like a long list of all these things. Like you, you put out a calendar. I know you, you're a Twitch streamer, uh, um, the gym, fighting, uh, I mean, what else am I missing? Um, I, I'm a social, social media consultant. I guess we can throw that in there. Mm -hmm. I fell into planning events 
privately and publicly. It was kind of a weird progression, but it kind of fell in my lap. And then I discovered I was kind of good at it. I have a, a girl, my one of my best friends named Monica, and she we just dream up these crazy parties for people and people just go nuts. And since it's a private venue, so I mm-hmm. double the gym as an event venue. Nice. And it's all black, uh, concrete warehouse, like warehouse means modern, mm-hmm. uh, clean and nasty kind of at the same time, like that balance. And people, when we designed it, my business partner, Lindsay Saha, she is completely different than me in a lot of ways, but then mm-hmm. the same wavelength and a, a lot of others, like way more others. But she was like the modern kind of glam part of it. And I'm like this gritty person. And she's like, we can make this happen. Because when we saw the warehouse, she was like, oh, man. And my friend Krista Conley, she helps us with so many things. And she does events and does sells real estate and stuff. So between the four of us, really, we we had so much fun decorating and like just planning it. And it was kind of wild because people started being like, well, can I rent it? And we were like, what? And they're like, can I shoot photos there? Can I do videos there? So we actually have a full studio, mm. full audio. We have a podcast room. I don't think there's anything like it in Knoxville um, besides maybe HPV video, mm-hmm. which is which is not the greatest name, but it's been there for a really long time. <laughs> Great. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, so they're awesome. And they have a full, they have like a legit film studio. Nice. I kind of have used what I've done, what I've learned acting and being doing extra stuff in Atlanta and just kind of hanging around acting areas um, to redesign the area. So we have these dividers that we change and we like change the room around. And it's really, we've had a bounce house in there. Like we've done all sorts of stuff that's been really cool and it's all private. Mm. People actually can come in and have these memories with their family and I'm not rushing you out the door because you have like a two hour time limit because it's $500. Mm -hmm. So we're able to provide people like privacy, affordability, especially in Knoxville, the event venues are, are very nice, but they're extremely expensive Mm. because they have way more money put into it. We just have a warehouse that other people think is cool. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, that, that's great though, that that you're able to do that, especially uh, especially now. Like you said, a lot of people probably want more private things, so that's probably better for you as uh, as the country starts opening up and coming back. But um, one of the things I wanted to ask you was, I mean, because a lot of this, it looks like a lot of your a lot of your your endeavors are based. I don't want to say maybe they didn't jump off from your entry into combat sports, but um, would you would you say that? Because uh, I know you did like uh, you did the uh, what do they call it the roller skate fighting? Roller derby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, roller derby. I know you put some pictures on. So, uh, what's that? Hockey on skates. Hockey on skates. There's not a puck. There's usually a human. There, well, there's always a human, but they're usually tiny, and you kind of just ricochet them in there, and they they're really agile. And then you have really big ones or people who are really strong who can like push all five people and get out. It's if you don't, if you like combat sports, you might want to watch roller derby. There's it's there's, I got hurt way more in roller derby. Wait, yeah, roller derby is way more brutal than MMA. You guys watching MMA or would love some super competitive roller derby. It was yeah. changed 
be a difference if you watch like a B team or like yeah. a pretty good. But you watch some competitive roller derby and you'll like it if you like I, combat sports. I feel like I used to watch it. Like it used to be on TV regularly when I was a kid. I know I'm, yeah. I'm older than you, but like you know, it used. To, I remember it being <laughs> on, and then um, you know, it kind of went away. But I, I do know, like I'm in New Jersey, so there is uh, there is a league out here. When I go out to like the, I go to a lot of uh, because I'm I'm a I'm a bit of a geek when it comes to certain things like with horror films. I go to horror conventions. I used to go to the comic book stuff whatever, but there's a league that's always at them, and and I've spoken there's to a, a couple of overlap of demographic between like horror and like punk and like kind of like this alternative lifestyle and roller derby. Huh. So the roller derby you watched was scripted. Hmm. You would know on turn four in the in this in the corner, I was going to hit you and you would pop your blood pack, right? Mm -hmm. Like it was, most of it was scripted that now they really were rough. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't know that, but it was scripted. So what they did in the revival, and this is super important for people who like combat sports, Uh is turn it into like hockey with roller skates, with quad skates. So there's women going 10, 15 miles an hour, like fucking flying, getting hit by people three times their size. Mm-hmm. They fly. They I've launched. I've been launched. I into crowds, like into stadium seats. Like concrete doesn't forgive you. Steel doesn't forgive you. Like none of the. I broke my thumb. My right before my third fight, I broke my thumb in the skate park, and we wrapped my hand. Swear, swear. Mm-hmm. We wrapped my hand like so much, and they signed off on the gloves when we put them on, and we were like, <laughs> <laughs> the girls like, yeah, she didn't hit very hard. I'm like. No. <laughs> wow! So, <laughs> so it looked like you. So I, I was I was under the impression that the roller derby was your your pathway into fighting. But from what you just said, you were doing both around the same time. Then, right? The actually, this is how insane I actually am. <laughs> the first year that I fought ever mm-hmm. professional, well, not professionally amateur, but in a ring, you know, not like the other stuff. Yeah. But like in a cage. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first year I played 18 roller derby bouts, fought five times, did 13 or so jujitsu tournaments. Wow. And completely like exhausted myself that entire year. And I didn't do that again. I retired <laughs> from roller derby. <laughs> smarter and I changed yeah. my diet and I started to put on more muscle. I was an endurance athlete, right? Um, 50 mile trail runs. Like I'd call people because my hamstrings would give out and I couldn't run anymore. Wow. Fucking come get me. Or I'd skate too far. I'd be like, please come get me. I'm on the side of the road in fucking Oak Ridge. And I ran from Western Avenue, you know, like some get me and people would, but I just loved the endurance of it. I love just going, just Mm -hmm. being gone. And people would be like, I have Forrest Gump shit. I'm like, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) just go uh it was it was a nice thing and and then i found roller derby and it's two minute sprints it can be up to two minutes for an hour there's two 30 minute periods i don't know many people who are better endurance athletes uh Mm. olympic skaters olympic swimmers but the women who and women and men uh and transgender athletes all people of roller derby take it so seriously at the top Mm -hmm. uh fun to watch those people compete. Uh, it's like yeah. good football. It's like, yeah, <laughs> it's like 
fucking tackle him. <laughs> no, I, I think anything that's fast paced or that has a fluid pace, like just like like fighting or, the, or anything like that, is is more entertaining. Like I I, I mean. Matt, uh, the, the guy again, Matt that normally co-hosts his podcast with me. He's always getting on me because I, as soon as he starts talking about be- uh, baseball or something, I'm like, shut up! I don't want to like that's boring to me. Like I like going to ballparks because I'm outside and it's nice. But I mean, you know, I'd probably get hit in the face by a baseball because you know it's not it's not the pacing that I like. Stuff like that is what I like. Um, but um, so. Um, that's crazy. See, I, I, just the fact that you were see, that's one thing that I'm always amazed with when I speak with 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 uh, pro athletes or anyone that that's competed at the level at, at the professional level that you have. And it's just like it, we've had a lot of fighters on this podcast. And every time I'm impressed with just the that's what separates people like yourself from this, you know, people that when they're watching stuff at home, they're like, oh, he should, he should, why doesn't he just stand up or, you know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's, it's different. Yeah, and it's like, it's different. And, and they're definitely a different type of, you know, your, your whole way of thinking, like you said about having people to come pick you up because you didn't know to stop running on your own. You know what I mean? Like that takes a special type of, of, I, I don't know what the word is, focus, I guess, to, to want to push yourself that much. I mean, I tried it. I mean, not for nothing. I tried it. I have a black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I still train, but I mean, uh, when I, when I, when I start feeling fatigued and stuff, I'm like, Oh, it's enough for today. It doesn't look like you have that button in you. No. <laughs> I really negative. Some of my fights, I'm like, I'm a fucking hit you back. And I'm like, yeah. no, just take her down or something. Like, yeah. just do else like don't just stand there like rock them sock them robots that's crazy that's the difference i guess that's the difference like i like it if i don't get fight of the night i'm disappointed Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like i want fight of the night and people are like oh i don't want to get fight of the night it would be a i get beat up (laughs) i want to get beat up (laughs) like it's fun for me like if it's if you're not hitting me back i'm like are you doing something wrong (laughs) (laughs) i feel like ricky bobby (laughs) i'm like no no i want to fight you you know that's the fun of it that's in roller derby these chicks would be on the line they would talk shit to you they would be like are you fucking ready i'm gonna hit you as soon as it whistles because they blew a whistle and you had to react on the whistle Hmm. they were like i'm gonna fucking hit you and i would just be like (laughs) i'm just laughing and they're like confused and i'm like what? <laughs> you know? Even if they could, I would want to see the challenge. I would want to be like, "Oh, really? Let's see. <laughs> let's let's see if you can." Because I want to know. I want to challenge myself at every level. I want to know like that I did it to its fullest. Like, if there's somebody out there doing it better than me, I got into MMA late mm-hmm. in my, so I had time to make up. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of other attributes to bring to the table, but I had a lot of time to make up in my opinion. So I would be at the gym for hours on end because I was like, okay, who's got something to teach me? Dude sitting over there. That's a just sitting around. What's your favorite move? Mm -hmm. Like teach me. Like, I don't care what it is. Like I want to learn everything I can. And if I would have been able to wrestle when I was younger, it'd be on. on. I love wrestling. I can't imagine having like years and years of reps of it. So in my opinion, sometimes I have, like I'm only a four stripe blue belt, mm-hmm. black belt, right? I'm only a four stripe blue belt, and I'm like, it's not. I don't care about getting to the black belt because it's going to happen at some point. Yeah, 
okay, what else do I need to know? Like what else? And sometimes that's a fault. It's, you know, it's like, I want to know more things. And sometimes I overload myself and I have to be like, no, that's too much. <laughs> or like, no, I'm never going to, I have big legs. I'm never going to be like a flippy kicker. Right. So I'm like, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, <laughs> like, no. <laughs> so it's like some things I think that you just kind of decide this is, I'm going to work around this game and try to like learn what I can learn and just kind of start to see if you can apply it. And that's where it's fun for me. Can I apply it when you know the same things I know, you know, like, can I apply it when maybe you're better than me? You know, like I like when people are better than me. I'm like, yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm like, let's go. You know, my yeah, yeah. Here. Yeah, no. you know, she was, a, she does so much jujitsu. She's been around forever. She was an Invicta. Like, uh-huh. Yeah, I want to fight you and people are like people are like okay I'm like hell yeah I want to fight you <laughs> you know and she had beat me she beat me in a grappling match the year like eight months before that okay so that's on YouTube too and she kind of took my back early on and had a body triangle she had legs for days what the fuck you, <laughs> <want me? laughs> you know yeah. five, six, you what maybe five ten five eleven she's tall but yeah. she has those legs and she's so good at it. I was like, this is so good. Yeah. I was like, what else do I have? And I kept going through my things and like trying to see what I had, you know? And I'm like, it was fun for me because I get to be like, all right, what's going to happen? You know, yeah. like, what do, do? You know, like, what happens when you do your favorite thing? Like, does it catch me? Does it do, you know, like, I like going back on it and being like, oh, she did this good thing. Like, she did that good thing because you can learn a lot from watching both people without having like your own feelings attached to it. And that took a lot of time, uh, meditation, mental work, you know, but it's like, okay, you fucked up there. That's okay. You did great there. That's okay. And just kind of treat them the same. Um, that's a struggle, but I still try to watch them all. Object- yeah. And, you know, and try to be like, okay, <laughs> let's do this again. Cause I want to know how I can be better. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the things about martial arts, especially an art like, like Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, uh, mixed martial arts and, and, and you know you you, uh, you don't want to be so good at something you know not, progress isn't you know come, doesn't come to anyone easy it comes through you know uh, like that you hear everyone say iron sharpens iron and things like that so uh, of course you want to fight uh, or even train with the people that are that are better than you I mean um, one of the weird things that happened to me uh, that I found out I mean as I got older and stuff when I got my black I got my black belt in 2017. And then um, I found that, like, I started gaining weight and stuff, even though I was training, like, three, four times a week. And I'm like, why am I gaining weight? And when I talked to my instructor, he's like, yeah, because the movements are simple to you now. Like, you're used to them. <clears throat> so you're not, you're not working as hard. So I started going with, like, the more competitive, like, purple belts and stuff. And they would catch me with their fancy leg locks and all the new stuff that's out there. And, yeah. and I'm, <laughs> So I'm like, this is great. And it actually reignited my whole drive to, like, Okay, when when's this leg lock class? We have a leg lock class now, so I'm going to go to that as a student yeah. because you know what I mean. So um, I definitely understand where you're coming from. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's great. I mean, it's it's great, but I feel like so a lot of the stuff that I see you do, I can tell that 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 mindset is is what you put in all your business endeavors and everything that you're doing. I mean, you were talking about. Uh, um, with the podcast studio and everything else that you, that you've done. It's like, you're trying all these things and it, 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 it's fun for you to do them. It doesn't seem like you care whether or not they stick, 
but it's fun for you to do them, and it looks like everything is working out. <coughs> excuse me, working out well for you. So Some not worked, and I've cut them. Mm -hmm. If things don't work, I cut them. I I'm really, I guess, inspired would be the word by Gary Vaynerchuk, and I think that at some point when I was listening to him, I realized that he valued a lot of the same things that I valued. He thought about things the way I did, except he was smarter. Mm -hmm. so I was like, okay, let's see. I'm going to follow you then. I'm going to yeah. do I'm going to, I don't know what a fucking LinkedIn is, but I'm going to get one. <laughs> yeah. I have one. It's not very active, but I have one. If you yeah. Google it, I'm like, all right, buddy. And since I've done that, um, that's how the social media kind of took off because he tells you how to do it. He tells, he literally gives you the blueprints and people he are does. too to do it. I have, I fucking hate lazy people. Yeah. There's not really anything I hate more than someone who's lazy Me because you, you, you're wasting what you have and it just irritates the shit out of me. But that's what I also like to help people. Cause I'm like, Hey, stop. <laughs> Don't don't do this thing anymore, and you can mm -hmm. have what you want. And the goals are always different, but it's always you you're you want the goal that you don't have. So that I never meet people when they're happy. We had this conversation yesterday with a guy. I don't meet people when they're happy. I meet people when they're like, I'm fat, I'm ugly, I hate myself, like no one mm -hmm. loves me. I'm like, okay, <laughs> like let's hone in on these. <laughs> like let's be here, you know. But it's like no one ever comes in and they're like, I'm so happy to be here at first. <laughs> You know, I don't meet people like that. When you come mm -hmm. to the gym or you need help with social media or you need help with something, you're usually frustrated because if you could do it yourself, it would be easier. Yeah. So now you've tried it. It hasn't worked. And you're like, damn it, it didn't work. That's why I don't care about failure mm -hmm. because it didn't work. Stop doing it. Do something else or evaluate why it's not, evaluate why it's not working and change yeah. it or do something else like it just doesn't make sense to me for people to be stuck and when i see people stuck i'm like no <laughs> come on like there's these people that are way smarter than me and they've got behavior modification and there's therapy out there and there's things that can help people if they engage yeah if they don't engage they can't get anything and I, that's one of the things i like about combat sports if you're not willing to engage you ain't getting any glory mm-hmm if you're like, I don't want to go through there. Yeah, <laughs> like, I know, yeah. I mean, we have, there's probably a couple of fights out there. Yeah, there's, probably, yeah, there's a couple of fights out there that people are, are, are frustrated watching. I hear you, yeah. And it's hard, but what do you do in the moment? Mm -hmm. After they're like, oh my God, she rocked me. Usually, I, me, I'm going for a takedown. <laughs> you know, like, can I get my marbles back? You know, mm -hmm. but it's like, where do you go? You know, like, where does your brain go? You can condition yourself. You can change yourself. And there's so much, like, sports therapy and sports psychology that's going on now and, like, how to how to train yourself to focus in better and do things. I don't know why people don't use those sources. If I can find them, anyone can find them. I didn't I – have, I had no schooling my entire life up until when I was, like, 26 and I went and got my GD. Mm-hmm. If I can find them, I promise they're out there. You know, like it's just like how much you're willing to engage and whether you have a growth mindset, in my opinion, or a fixed mindset. And it can change and it can change again. But if you're like, I can't do that, I've never done it, you can't. You'll never do it because you yeah. can't. It's, 
It's true. Yeah, you're right. Uh, it's funny that you say that because that's one of the things that that uh, Vaynerchuk likes to say. Like these things. I mean, you have you have a source of knowledge right in your you know, in your People hands. Roger, Mike, I don't. I I look it up. If I don't remember, I don't remember it. I look it up. Mm-hmm. People are like, well, what's the call to Mike? I don't know. I could Google it for you. I have so much shit in my brain. Let me Google. Like I have it right here. <laughs> yeah. I can Google it for you, and then someone smarter than me has already written it. You know, like some yeah. somewhere wrote it. I don't have to make it up. I don't have to be like, oh, this is how you do a squat. Somebody already figured it out. Do so, the fucking formula. You know? Yeah. So being uh being uh, obviously with the with what we just came up, what we're coming out of anyway. We're, I mean, we're we're the different states. Your state's ahead of mine as far as uh getting somewhat back to normal. It must have been rough for you uh this whole stay at home nonsense, right? I I think it depends on where you are. Mm-hmm. I do, and everybody's welcome to their own opinion. I don't judge. Um, I do believe that it could be devastating. We've seen it devastate mm-hmm. people, and it doesn't matter if it, it doesn't matter how it got started. It matters what's happening. Yeah. So if there's thousands of people dying by the literally by the truckfuls, mm-hmm. why wouldn't you shut down? Why wouldn't you stay at home? So it doesn't make sense to me as a health. I I consider myself a healthcare person, like a provider. Like I'm providing people with ways to be healthy. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's like for me, I I don't understand why you wouldn't. And it's like the mask thing. Just wear the fucking mask. Yeah. Like, who cares? If it protects one person, it's worth it. Yeah, yeah, you're right about that. I, I mean, mom or grandma or dad, no. Yeah. We actually had a, a ringside physician around the beginning of this, Dr. Lucas, if you want to go back and listen to that episode. But uh, when we were done, you know, talking about it and looking ahead and, and how can combat sports or martial arts and stuff like that move forward. One of the things we closed with was like, I mean, don't don't be a jerk. Wear the mask. I mean, you're not wearing it really for yourself. You're wearing it to be considerate of other people. You don't want to make someone's grandma sick or whatever like that. So. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with you on that one. I'm going to go back and listen to it. You know? Yeah, it's from a couple of weeks ago. I, I could send you the links for, for it later so you're not searching all over because there's a lot of rambling there, especially when Matt's on. Matt takes up a lot of airtime. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm just doing that to break his balls because it was supposed to be us three, but like he was he was trying to do something like last minute. I said, dude, you're, you're out. Go Go enjoy your camping trip. I was like, me and Shamir got it this week. I'm going to consider it a, a personal injury. He personally <laughs> injured me. <laughs> I'm so sad about it that he's not here. So, I, I would go camping too. I would just take yeah. my laptop. I would probably still call you in the car. Like, <laughs> well, that was, no, go home. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was the thing when he was like, you know, because he, he, it was actually him that wanted to do Friday. And then he's like, oh, I forgot they invited me camping. I'm like, dude. You've been locked up for three months. Go camping. Like, I get it. I get it. And, uh, I mean, if, if, if I got invited somewhere, I would probably say, hey, guess what? No podcast this week, you know? Right. Because you <laughs> haven't been anywhere. And, really, I go to the gym. Mm-hmm. And I go to my house and two other people's homes, which are my family. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really haven't. If I've had to go in a store the whole nine yards, dude, Lysol, the shoes, cleaned everything. And people are like, yeah. oh, that's overkill. Maybe, maybe, but it also yeah. means that 
I can maybe not spread it anywhere. Mm -hmm. It's not going away. People are like, oh, it's going to go away. What about January to March next year? Yeah, well, and then, you, and then you got people like, uh, I mean, I was talking about this earlier today because I was actually, I mean, I mean, not not to, I don't want to bring anything down, but like my gym has got shut down two days ago. So I spent all day today moving stuff out. I'll be doing that this whole weekend, pretty much getting the, we had it's not bringing it down. It's it's letting people know your gyms are failing yeah. because they can't be open. A yeah. lot of, I mean, we there's no way you could be successful losing all of those memberships for three months. Yeah. Say say that your customers were like, I'll still pay you. You know, you're like you're like, all right, like we'll still pay because we want to make sure we have a gym to come back to, yeah. right? It's still you still didn't get anybody new. Yeah. So anybody new for three months? Yeah. I mean, like it, it's. I feel for a lot of people. I'm actually going to buy jujitsu mats from a school that closed down in Tennessee. Mm. And it's. I hate it. He has two other gyms that he teaches at, and he has gyms at. But it's like, it still sucks, you know. Yeah, it does. It sucks to do that, you know. And I'm like, well, can I at least, at least I can pay him for the mats. Yeah. You know? They can help him. It wouldn't be hard to sell them, but it's like at least I can help him out, you know, like and then yeah. share other programs. Like I share the other programs that are there, so people maybe go, you know, followers yeah. there. Like maybe somebody sees it, or at least he gets better metrics on, you know, better things on social media if I tag him or share it, you know. So a yeah. lot of things people can do to help their gyms is share those things on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and everywhere else because you never know who's around you never know mm -hmm. who's going to go somewhere or maybe you see someone and you're like well i'll follow her you know and then like almost a year or well a little bit over a year later we're on a podcast <laughs> yeah yeah but i mean uh, i i brought that up because i was mentioning it earlier today in conversation as we were taking stuff out like you know we were like we were like, talking about the mask thing i was like man there, there's this guy standing out there I'm not trying to body shame or whatever, but it's aggravating when you see somebody that's that's standing out there. He's got the gloves and the because you said somebody was saying that's overkill, but there's a guy. He's got he had the mask off his face around his neck. The, the gloves were crumpled up and, and stuffed in his pocket, and he's standing outside smoking a cigarette. And I was just like, I was like, oh, but I was like, you're not you're not worried about that other thing, but yeah, you know, make sure you get your mask and gloves ready for for when you go in the store. So it's just it's funny. It's funny. I'm drinking, you know, I might not, <laughs> somebody might be sitting there and be like, fuck that chick, you know, yeah. <laughs> just drinking a wine glob, but it's like, you make your choices and everyone yeah. has their vices. It could be nicotine. It could be whatever, really. You know, everyone has their vices, no matter if other people know about them. Um, but the the mask thing kills me. You cared enough or somebody shamed you enough to wear one, which is mm -hmm. still weird, but then you didn't even wear it. You, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Something that I've experienced here, and sometimes I'm like, is this what people think Tennessee's like? <laughs> you know, like I'm like, please don't think this of us. Like, this is not, this is not representing like all of us, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'll be somewhere. Like, I had to go into Kroger today, which is a grocery store. And I'm like, I don't want to go into Kroger. <laughs> but I couldn't, I couldn't, every time I would place a delivery order, they would be like, well, none of this food was in the store none of like hardly any of the food was in the store and I'm like, okay, whatever. So I just go in to get my stuff and 
there's people with the mask down and then there's people without mask asking you if it makes you feel safe <laughs> or is that mask protecting you? And I'm like, no, it's protecting oh, you. <laughs> I'm just trying to buy some, fucking yeah. <laughs> you know, but that's what makes me think. I'm like, is this what people think the South is like? Yeah. You know, like don't act like that, but it's really weird. And there's a, there's this weird thing going on down here. Um, and other cities I've seen where people are like, it's a government conspiracy and they're going to put chips in us. Okay. If they did, <laughs> either go live in the woods or get the fucking chip, I guess, you know, like, I <laughs> yeah. you're, if they're going to force you to, it's not like we can do anything about it anyway. So it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. And I'm like, even if it's a government conspiracy, isn't that a better reason to wear a mask? And then <laughs> I've, gotten, I've gotten a good amount of hate mail for people wearing masks at my gym mm. and a good amount of people who are like, I would like to come to your gym because you're wearing face masks yeah. and everyone seems reasonably apart. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> and everything's clean and there's Clorox wipes everywhere. Like a lady yeah. called me today and she was like, you're the only gym I can find with pictures where there's cleaning supplies. I said, girl, if that makes you happy, go before COVID. They're still sitting there because we have stations sitting around the entire gym with Clorox wipes. Yeah. Or there's alcohol, like a spray alcohol peroxide yeah. mix that we buy from a company for people who aren't, a lot of people don't touch chemicals. Yeah. You know, like they don't touch Clorox. Like they don't use those products in their home. I'm not going to force you to use them in my gym. Yeah. So I have, it does the same thing, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because uh, that's one of the reasons that uh, I wanted to, wanted you to come on the podcast was because, you had put up a lot of pictures uh, listing like all the stuff that you were doing to prepare to, to get back to business. And I, I liked it. I mean, I was actually, I was before this, uh, the situation with my gym happened, I was like, I said to Matt, I was like, I want to get it on there. Cause not only am I interest, but I want to steal some of those ideas. So we can I, even over here. <laughs> I will totally give them to you. And luckily we've gotten some hate for it, but we, I really think our city has done like, the best job that it could. You know, with what we knew, what was provided, what we had, you know, like I really thought we did a good job, but most of those are from our health department, from yeah. our city, from, you know, and I was really proud of our city. The mayor, Glenn Jacobs is a good friend of mine and I was really proud of him for pushing envelopes on opening back up and holding back to like today we got a red light on the phased reopening. Right. We can't go into phase. I think we can't go into phase two. I still have to watch it because I've been at work all day. Mm. So don't quote me on that. But it's like we got a red light. I don't know what the red light means, but I had to sign up to be a COVID coordinator for our business. I take that very seriously. Like other people, I mean, they fuck with me, but I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. We When you walk in, we have you take your own temperature. Yeah. Two monitors. They both read internal temperatures. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you take your temperature. If you don't have a fever, you come in. Oh, you have to wash your hands too. So mm -hmm. the bathroom's right there. So you wash your hands, take your temperature, and then you come in. We have chemicals in there. We have non-chemicals in there. So people can clean how they want to clean, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and that's not from the health department. That's just something I did because of our members. I We have at least eight members who don't use chemicals in their home, and I know that. You know, so why am I going to provide you with a product that you can't use or that you don't want to use? And you feel like that's not a fair yeah. option, you know, like bring your own alcohol wipes. 
like, come on, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so I provide them because I appreciate them. And yeah. I appreciate there's no matter where you come from, you're trying to do the best for you. And that I appreciate that. So we try to have a good amount of those things. I mean, we have stations all around. I added two stations at COVID. The other stations were already there. Mm-hmm. We have high top tables uh, sitting around and they just have Clorox and hand sanitizer and the spray hand sanitizer stuff and Kleenexes and paper towels. Nice. That way, if you need any of those things, they're not more than 10 feet from you anywhere in the gym. So it helps them feel safe. It helps the, and I, we clean it after every, like ever after everyone leaves, we're open in the morning, afternoon and evening. Mm-hmm. So it closes. I spray the whole thing down the whole thing and clean everything, whether they cleaned it or not. Um, we, uh, my friend Gary, he actually owns a salon here in Knoxville called Salon Bellevue. And I went to get my hair done by Anessa. That's my hairstylist. And mm-hmm. I was going to get it done by her. And she, when I got there, they took my temperature. So a lot of businesses are not taking the temperatures. Mm-hmm. I'm not calling anybody out because that's not my business. Yeah. But I'm going to promote the people who I feel like are doing something good. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I take the temperature. And then he shows me these light bulbs that create ozone. Mm-hmm. And nothing can be living while it's in there. But it creates ozone. It can't, nothing can live. Mm. It can't, nothing can be living in there. But at night, you, he turns them on. He's got them in the vent fans. He's got them the whole salon. And I'm like, that is so smart. So I've bought these bulbs too. <laughs> when I come in, not only can I say everything's clean, but every night, not even like the insects like that are in the warehouse can live. Oh, right? wow. and I don't cry about that. I do. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah. at the same time, I want to provide the cleanest atmosphere that I can. And my business partner's in on that too, because she's like, yeah, we need to be as safe as possible. And I take that responsibility very highly. I see a lot of gyms not wearing masks, and that's their choice. I respect that. Um, I had a guy say that he wasn't going to come because we weren't wearing masks. And I was like, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll let you know when we can not wear them anymore. You know, like, I'd love to help you, but I can't help you. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to wear a mask, which is totally cool. Um, I have a good friend, a client that doesn't require a mask at her business. I love her. She's amazing. And she's a great business person. She's gotten flack for it and, like, against it. You know, mm-hmm. so it doesn't matter what side of the fence you're standing on. You're going to yeah. be just stand on one side of the fence. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. I mean, you're never going to win over everyone so in, in anything you do. So, you know, you got to expect the haters and stuff to come. I mean, uh, I mean I'm mean, i sure with everything you're, you've done, especially the stuff you've done online or whatever, like you said, you've gotten messages and people saying stuff with your, when you're putting up what you're doing. So, but that's that's part of, I mean, some, some say that's part of success. You know, if, if no one's hating you, you're not doing it right. Uh, <laughs> I don't mind it. You're still tuning in. You know, I think about you all the time. I'm like, I don't think about you. (laughs) What are you doing? (laughs) Why are you thinking about me? (laughs) That's actually go the fuck on. (laughs) That's like uh, that's actually that's a a great uh, scene in um, I think it's like the first season of Mad Men where where one of his coworkers he's stuck in the elevator with him and the guy's like he's like I hate you 
and uh, the, the, it's the main character that John Hamm plays, and he and he laughs and looks at him, and he says, "That's funny. I don't think about you at all." <laughs> like that's his yeah, response. No, <laughs> I say people say that to me, and that's what I, my response is always. I'm like, I don't think about you. Like, yeah. I don't spend my time thinking about you. And that's but if you're checking my page, that yeah. just helps my algorithms. Go yeah. ahead. Like every time I, I'll, I'll lose followers because like something else post something and I guess I didn't like it. And I'm like, Hi. Yeah. because I appreciate them for not wanting to tune in. If you don't want to look at my page, don't, you know, it's not for everybody and that's okay. You know, like if people don't watch your podcast or watch your podcast or listen to it or whatever, you're like, all right, because you're going to get the people who want to. Oh yeah. No, well, I mean, like, cool. <laughs> no, you're right. I mean, actually me and Matt, like we've had the discussion because sometimes, you know, the comments are on when people want to chime in that we flash them across the screen. But sometimes, you know, you get one or two people that come in and say something stupid. And uh, I actually like, I don't entertain it. Like I won't even, I'm mad at entertain it because he get, he, he's easy to, to hook. <laughs> but uh, like me, I, I see it. And I'm just like, whatever. I'm not going to put it on the page. And when he addresses it, I only put it up for for his own thing. But you know, like you said, it, you got you got to uh, roll with the punches and ex- expect stuff like that. But speaking of rolling with punches, because uh, we're coming towards the end of the podcast here, I know we were going to talk about this weekend's fights. Yes. I know. You, I know you have been. Uh, uh, you know, you've probably been watching what's going on. Uh, I mean, what do, what do you think as far as how the UFC's handled uh, returning to sports? And uh, I mean, what, uh, what are you excited about for this weekend? I've seen people trying, mm-hmm. wearing the mask, not going out, like not doing things on social media, not, you know, like not projecting a bad image. And I've seen the UFC hold people accountable when they like quarantine people when they have tested positive. Yeah. We have to figure out a way to still have sports and still have entertainment, even if it's just online. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like we have to figure that out. We have live streaming capabilities. There's cameras, there's things that we can do. There's interactions that we can make that could make things fun. There's virtual reality that people haven't even touched. Yeah. If somebody's listening, <laughs> right? I don't have money to do it, but I want one. You know? yeah. But it's like you if you could feel like you were virtual in virtual reality sitting on the side of a football field, sitting in the side of the cage, you're not watching from the bleachers, you're watching from like where their medical teams are sitting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think it would be a better view, you know, like I think it would be better experience. A lot of the times I have to go back and watch fights, you know, like if I'm in person, I have to go back mm-hmm. and watch the fights or watch them on the TV, you know, unless you have hundreds and thousands of dollars to sit that close. Yeah. You so I think that there, I think it could be good for MMA. I think it could be good for all sports to venture into streaming. A lot of people don't stream. Yeah. So I think it's done a good job. I've seen people not wearing masks. I've seen people wearing masks. You're not going to be able to control it unless you make a hard stance. And that's for them to decide. But I, I appreciate the efforts that they've made. And some of those people don't get paid if they don't fight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, those people got to eat too. And so yeah. when like oh they should have fights you're taking food out of their mouth you know and they're like oh they made money last month <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> last that? month yeah yeah so i think it, i think that as far as the fights go i think the shevchenko fight is really weird i think caitlin versus shevchenko is really weird 
You're talking about that's on the prelims, isn't it? Yeah. But it's one of the fights that I've been kind of like, that's interesting. Mm. You know, like, not that they shouldn't fight, but you go from fighting Shevchenko to fighting her sister. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah, I didn't even think about that. You're right. So that's so that's the one that jumps out to you the most. I mean, they're really number, number 13. Yeah, yeah. You know, and maybe they're giving it to her as a makeup fight. You know, like maybe they're giving her something that they think that they can that she can get some confidence back and challenge again. I really like both ladies, but I like Caitlin a lot. And I think that she can do a lot of different things and we just haven't seen them yet. You know, yeah. and I'm not sure why that is, but it's I see her train, I see her perform, and I'm like, this lady's great. And not that Shevchenko isn't, but in this fact I found it kind of weird that it, that they would give her her specifically. And maybe it was because she was in the US. Maybe it's because she was ready. Maybe she had her blood work and they both agreed on it. And that's yeah. cool. I'm ready to watch it. But I thought that was kind of weird. At least like that was your next fight from the last fight. Yeah. I um, I mean, I wonder if a lot of these fights that would, that are getting made, especially the fights on the undercard, uh, not main events so much or co-main events, but these undercard fights, I wonder if just because the logistics work is why they're, we're seeing them get made. Yes. Um, I mean, obviously, the whole thing with Justin Gaethje, I mean, it worked out awesome for him. He was already kind of up there, uh, and, and look at him. Now he's he's the number I one guy. I expect that. I will be the first to – I mean, you can go back on my tweets and know that I didn't expect that. Um, <laughs> I like both. I like Justin, and I like Tony. I did think it was kind of a – if Justin came out and did what he did, mm-hmm. uh, his game kind of – I think styles make fights and that was not the best style for Tony Ferguson. Mm-hmm. I still think Ferguson beats Khabib. Yeah. Like, oh, he didn't beat Justin. So he can't beat Khabib. They're two different <laughs> people. <laughs> Casual out. <laughs> Go to the next. You know? So what do you think about, uh, what do you think about uh, Dern and Cyphers? I actually wrote a piece for MMA news earlier today. Um, Dern pretty much uh saying she's going to use her jujitsu, but, um, you know, uh, I feel like uh, in the U.S., since she's got to the UFC, she's had a tougher time than she did in LFA. What, what's your opinion? I mean, the step up in competition is there. LFA is a fantastic organization, but there's definitely a step up. Mm-hmm. And she just doesn't – she tries with her striking, but it would – it's just not where her jujitsu is and that's okay. She hasn't done it. You know what I'm saying? Like she hasn't done it that long. So sometimes when people are rough on her and I'm not necessarily a fan of her, but it's like, she is out there trying to make it happen. Mm -hmm. Like she's out there trying, like, even if it's not that great, sometimes stand up wise, I'm like, she's still out there fucking trying, you know, and she's had a baby and all this other stuff. So I, I kind of like her just because she's trying. Yeah. And you can tell she's trying to get better. Every fight, I think she gets better. Um, as far as Hannah Cyphers, I've been impressed with her the last two fights. And even in the Pollyanna fight, uh, three fights ago. So she's kind of been on my radar. Just because I I don't like a lot of straw weights sometimes. Um, just because it's kind of like watching the lower weight, lower level Guys, I know I'll get some shit for this, but whatever, you know. So when there's straw weights that are exciting, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I'm like let's go, you know, and want to engage and want to fight. 
um, it makes it a lot better. Um, but when she, when she TKO'd Angela Hill, I thought that was a lot of, a lot of like, just, I'm going to do this. Yeah. You know, and I, I see that from ciphers. I see this like, Oh, okay. Like I got you. Like, I'm going to make it happen some way. Maybe, you know, even if I don't, I'm going to try my hardest. And in the Pollyanna fight, I mean, she was, that was a rough fight for her, you know? But it's like, she still, like, kept going. So, yep, trying. I got a question for you, just because you mentioned the thing. So, so you're, you don't like the strawweight class because you don't find them to be as, as, like, fast-paced? Like, like, Uh, like, or? Well, Hold on. Watching at an amateur level, watching at a low level pro level, uh-huh. they're not my favorite. Oh, right? okay. Like UFC, once you get to Invicta, like once you get to those ladies, those ladies are there to scrap. You know, yeah. I like watching those ladies, but Cypher specifically is she's in it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like she, I love Angela Hill. And to watch that fight, I was like, fuck yeah. I gained a lot of respect for her. And you and sometimes you just don't see that power in Strawberry. Okay. Yeah, I got you. Know you. And, and maybe that was a little bit weird the way I said it, but it, high level is much different. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I hear you. I agree. But it's going to be a different game. I like to watch MMA because there's going to be a bunch of blood. <laughs> right? Like, I like to watch MMA because I'm going to like see people split open, and maybe we see some shin bones, and maybe we see some stuff. Like, that's why I watch MMA. And I understand that's not why everyone watches MMA, but that's why I do. And I think Hannah Cyphers brings that to the table. I appreciate that, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I don't know what happens because Mackenzie Dern is all obviously out there trying to prove something to herself. I don't think she's trying to prove something to other people. Hmm. I think she has the kind of athletic drive where she's like, I'm trying to prove this to myself, but so does Cyphers. So I, I'm kind of excited for that fight just to see how gritty it gets, you yeah. know? who has who's the better one at coming back from whatever the other one does you know like i like the back and forth battles so one of the uh we actually we actually had billy quarantino on this podcast i wish i knew more about his opponent have you seen spike carlisle fight uh, do you know anything about him that you could fill me in on i don't actually mm. he's got a 91 record but billy he's billy like i said we've had him on the on the podcast and uh I mean, he's definitely got a – he's a grinder. It's going to be hard for me to pick against him because I've seen a few of his fights, and uh, he's out of – he's uh, he's an East Coast like like, like you and me. So I, I tend to get a little bit uh, sports crazy when it comes to location and stuff. I like to root for the more local guy. If that, then I kind of root for the person from the similar disciplines that I've trained in. Yes, yeah. So um, I actually don't know either of these – Guys, very much, which I appreciate because I know the UFC is trying to get more people. You know, yeah, I but, want to learn more people. Yeah, but you, I mean, you could you could check out the episode we had Billy on. It was just after, I think it was just it was leading up to his contender series fight or after it. But um, he's a he's a great competitor and he's definitely got a. I mean, he's definitely. I think he might be the favorite for. I didn't look at the odds for him. Um, and then obviously we have the co-main event and the main event. Uh, so I was a big World Series of Fighting guy, so I know a lot about Blagoy. <laughs> it's hard for me to pick against Blagoy. He's not the most entertaining fighter, but I know he's definitely someone that uh, 
that's won a lot of decisions. I mean, he was a heavyweight champ over there. So I, I feel like anyone that held the title over at World Series of Fighting, like a la Justin Gaethje, Marlon Moraes, is, uh, is going to be problems for anybody in the UFC. I actually love WSOF. <laughs> um, I like, um, I'm a fan of other promotions just because I want to see them grow. Yeah, me too. You know, and I love, I actually really like Ray Sifo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anytime he's doing something, I'm like, okay, I'll watch it. You know, I like his stance on the business. I like his stance on things. So watching, him come in. I I hope that he does well. It's it's kind of hard for me to pick against him too because I want him to succeed. Yeah. I don't know anything about his opponent. Yeah. I mean, I, I've seen him fight before, but I, I've I've seen more from Blagoy to 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 just I I don't see him like I I see it going to decision. I can see him winning by a decision. Um, really quick, your comment about about Ray Sif, Ray Sifle. I mean, you know, PFL's on hold this year. I mean, would you uh, would if if they they like to rotate? I've I've covered you know since they tr- they used to be World Series of Fighting, trans for people that don't know used to be WSOF. They're P- they are now the PFL. They have the season format, uh, and they rotate like it's not always the same weight classes and stuff. If they if they had a if they had a division for you to do a, a season in, would you be interested in jumping into something like that? I have actually messaged him personally and been like, I want to fight for you. Oh, like, nice you as a person like I want to fight and he I interviewed him a few years like years ago um on oh my god what was it called oh I interviewed him for somebody that I was working for at the time like writing freelance for and I can't remember mm-hmm. MMA insider maybe has mm-hmm. somebody gonna get mad about this <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> so sorry you know but it's I got to interview him and I was like I was on the phone I was like <laughs> but I, I I messaged him and I would love to fight for him. Uh, for him, I have fought a lot of fights at 45. I'm not huge. I'm not a giant. I'm not a <laughs> Amazon. You know, I'm like I'm usually at least four or five inches shorter than the girl. I'm like, what up? <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's like I'd like to fight at bantamweight. If they did a bantamweight, I would tweet him enough times <laughs> to be like, give me a chance. <laughs> you know? Oh yeah. Yeah, well, tag, tag me in those. I'll push them too, because uh, you know, I know the folks over there at the PFL. I've covered a lot of their events, so if that happens, then uh, I'll try and help your your uh, you know your endeavor with that. Uh, obviously, the main events, uh, the one that's got everyone talking. Um, I mean, I know I talked about like uh, Gilbert Burns is a resident of Florida. I've actually interviewed him a few times before. I I, I speak to him. Uh, I've spoken to him about training stuff regularly. Um, I know Woodley Woodley. I don't want to say he's been inactive. I know he kind of, he, after his loss, he went and went to Thailand, trained to kind of reinvent himself for this fight for a return. So I think it's going to be a tough, it's a tough fight, but uh, I'm, I'm siding with Burns by decision only because he hasn't been away. He's, he's, he's you know, he's been active, no injuries. Um, I don't know. So I, I'm, I, I'm picking Burns by decision for the main event, but I obviously could be wrong. I, I wish somebody else, I wish somebody would have told Tyrone Woodley how to do PR a little bit better. I enjoy him as a fighter. He's a good fighter. And it, it just, it seems like he doesn't enjoy the other aspects of it. Fans, people, all that mm. other stuff. I 
I get it. You know, like maybe that's not maybe that's why you you don't like it. Like maybe you don't like doing stuff like that. It, and it's hard because it, I don't know where he comes from on it. I don't know the guy, but it's it's hard to watch kind of the the situation unfold for Tyrone Woodley over the years. Um, so I I am rooting for Burns just because he did go and try to reinvent himself. He had a hard fight last fight. Damian Maya isn't a fucking club. <laughs> no, he isn't. And I think that he wants those fights. I kind of see that same determination. Oh, yeah. Fights. And I don't know. I don't know him personally. I don't interact with him or anything, but that's what I get from him. Mm-hmm. You know? So I'm rooting for him. I hope that that's, I hope he pulls it off. I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know where, but I'm like, I hope that he pulls it off. I don't wish bad on Woodley. I just, I want whatever he did in Thailand to have worked for him. I think a good, a great fighter, you know, and I think people like him. I think he's genuine. I think he engages with people. So um, hopefully he pulls it off and and there's no shame on Woodley. I mean, I just like the other guy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, like, yeah, like you said about, uh, you had to pick a side of the fence and stick to it. So that's what we're doing. I mean, it looks like you and I are both with uh, Burns, but um, all right. I mean, uh, I really do appreciate you doing this. I mean, uh, again, I mean, from, from being guest to helping me co-host and pick the fights um, that that's, uh, that's been a lot of help, especially uh, normally we do Tuesday nights, but it's been a crazy week. Like I said, I had stuff going on and, and, uh, um, it's a crazy time all over, but uh, I do appreciate it. I, I like watching what you're doing. I, I like I said, I, I really do. I do I admire the hustle. So please plug all your stuff. Anything you got coming up? Anything you want folks to know? The floor is yours. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I've loved networking with you. I've appreciated coming on the show. I was excited to come on as a guest, and I'm honored to be a co-host. So hopefully, I did pretty good. Maybe people are like never have her on. Don't ever. <laughs> on again. <laughs> like, hey, people, bring her back. I'll come back. So uh, the people can decide <laughs> if they want it or not. Um, I've had a great time. People can follow me on Twitter. This is, uh, I love the UMA community there. I have a really, I, I love networking people um, with MMA and thoughts and just fitness and all sorts of stuff. So my name on there is actually Real Hella Kitty. That was my roller derby name. <laughs> So somebody had Hella. Nobody calls me Hello Kitty. Don't call me Hella. <laughs> nobody, you know, it was just kind of a play on words of Hello Kitty because I didn't want to be like Battle Ready Betty. What if I wasn't good? You know, mm-hmm. so I, I went with Hello Kitty. I went easy. So you can follow me there on Instagram. It's a little bit easier. It's my first name, Shamir underscore WMA. So it's easy to follow me there. And from there, you can look at my link tree and there's all the other aspects. I have a dog page. I have a gym page. I have a podcast page. I have all sorts of different pages that people can look at. And I'll share this on there as well. Um, anyone who wants to network and grow, I'm in. I mean, that it's. I think that we can only make our sport better. And I say ours because the people who promote it, like you and other people, it is yours too. You're out here doing the work to make sure people get interviewed. Mm-hmm. Interviewed a dude I didn't even know of. You know, like people have to have platforms to get bigger. No one can like you if they don't know you exist. Yeah. Thank you for helping MMA fighters, like be able to come on and talk about themselves and attract the fans that they can and, you know, have that platform. So thank you guys again. Um, But that's, that's pretty much it for me. You guys can follow me. 
Um, I do a lot of interactions on my story. As long as you message me things that are not inappropriate, I will respond <laughs> to you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it makes sense, doesn't it? Um, and uh, you're, again, the I'm link sure you're out there. <laughs> Her link tree is in the description here of, of this YouTube uh, the video version, and I will be sure to include it in the audio version once that gets out uh, probably by uh, late tonight, tomorrow morning, because it's uh, Friday before the UFC event in Vegas. But uh, thank you again. Uh, thank you. No problem. Uh, hopefully uh, we'll, t- we'll tune in next week, and you're definitely, you don't have to wait for anyone to say whether or not you can come back or not. I've already greenlit it. You, you have an open invitation, so Anytime you want to come back, by all means. All right. Thank you so much. Bye, guys. Take care. Bye. Hey, guys. Ed here, East Coast side of the Coast to Coast Combat Hour podcast. If you like what we're doing, make sure you subscribe on YouTube and anywhere you listen to podcasts. Also, if you'd like to help us out and donate, uh, the support links are in any of the uh, podcast descriptions, and in some, the links are also provided on our YouTube channel, The Blogboard Jungle. Um, thanks again for listening, and if you give us some support, we'll give you a shout on the podcast, maybe uh, bring you on for a UFC pay-per-view breakdown or two. Thanks again. <laughs>